Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read to you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, and I will be your reader today, this Thursday, the 10th of February, or the 9th of Adar 1. This week we are in the parasha called Tetzaveh, and that means you shall command. And our reading from the Torah is Exodus or Shemot, chapter 29, verse 19 through verse 37. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. You shall take the other ram, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. Then you shall kill the ram, and take some of its blood, and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron, and on the tip of the right ear of his sons, and on the thumb of their right hand, and on the big toe of their right foot, and sprinkle the blood around on the altar. You shall take of the blood that is on the altar, and of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron, and on his garments, and on his sons, and on the garment of his sons with him. And he shall be made holy, and his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Also you shall take some of the ram's fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys, the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for it is a ram of consecration, and one loaf of bread, one cake of oiled bread, and one wafer out of the basket of the matzah that is before the Lord. You shall put all of this in Aharon's hands and in his son's hands, and shall wave them for a contribution before the Lord. You shall take them from their hands and burn them on the altar on the burnt offering, for a pleasant aroma before the Lord. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. You shall take the breast of Aharon's ram of consecration and wave it for a contribution before the Lord. It shall be your portion. You shall sanctify the breast of the contribution and the thigh of the contribution, which is waved and which is raised up on of the ram of consecration, even of that which is for Aharon and of that which is for his sons. It shall be for Aharon and his sons as their portion forever from the sons of Israel, for it is a contribution. It shall be a contribution from the sons of Israel of the sacrifices of their peace offerings, even their contribution to the Lord. The holy garments of Aharon shall be for his sons after him, to be anointed in them and to be consecrated in them. For seven days shall the son who is Kohen in his place put them on, when he comes into the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place. You shall take the ram of consecration and boil its meat in a holy place. Aharon and his sons shall eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the door of the tent of meeting. 
They shall eat those things with which atonement was made, to consecrate and sanctify them. But a stranger shall not eat of it, because they are holy. If anything of the meat of the consecration or of the bread remains to the morning, then you shall burn the remainder with fire. It shall not be eaten, because it is holy. You shall do so to Aaron and to his sons, according to all that I have commanded you. You shall consecrate them seven days. Every day you shall offer the bull of a sin offering for atonement. You shall cleanse the altar when you make atonement for it. You shall anoint it to sanctify it. Seven days you shall make atonement for the altar and sanctify it, and the altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall be holy. That was Exodus or Shemot twenty nine nineteen through 37. Now we have our portion from the prophets, which today is Second Kings chapter 4. Now a certain woman of the wives of these sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. You know that your servant feared the Lord. Now the creditor has come to take for himself my two children to be slaves. And Elisha said to her, What should I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your servant has nothing in the house except a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow empty vessels from all your neighbors. Do not borrow just a few vessels. Go in and shut the door behind you and on your sons, and pour it into all those vessels, and set aside the full ones. So she went from him, and shut the door on herself and on her sons. They brought the vessels to her, and she poured oil. When the vessels were full, she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. He said to her, There is no, not a vessel left. Then the oil stopped flowing. Then she came and told the man of God. He said, Go, sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. One day Elisha went to Shunem, where there was a prominent woman, and she persuaded him to eat bread. So it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat bread. She said to her husband, See now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God who passes by us continually. Please make us... Let us make a little room on the roof. Let us set a bed, a table, a chair, and a menorah for him there. When he comes to us, he can stay there. One day he came there, and he went to the room and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, Call this Shunammite. When he had called her, she stood before him. And he said to her, And he said to him, Say now to her, Behold, you have cared for us with all this care. What is to be done for you? Would you like to be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is uh, to be done for her? Gehazi answered, Most certainly she has no son and her husband is old. He said, Call her. When he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, At this season, when the time comes around, you will embrace a son. 
She said, No, my lord, you man of God, do not lie to your servant. The woman conceived and bore a son at that season, when the time came around, as Elisha had said to her. When the child was grown, one day he went out to his father, to the reapers, and he said to his father, My head, my head. And he said to his servants, Carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees until noon, and then died. She went up and laid him on the man of God's bed, and shut the door on him, and went out. She called to her husband and said, Please send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Why would you want to go to him today? It is neither Rosh Chodesh nor Shabbat. She said, It is all right. Then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Do not slow down for me unless I ask you to. So she went and came to the man of God to Mount Carmel. When the man of God saw her afar off, he said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold, there is the Shunammite. Please run now to meet her and ask her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? She answered, It is well. When she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught hold of his feet. Gehazi came near to thrust her away, but the man of God said, Leave her alone, for her soul is troubled within her, and the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. Then she said, Did I ask you for a son, my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, Tuck your cloak into your belt, take my staff in your hand, and go your way. If you meet any man, do not greet him, and if anyone greets you, do not answer him again. Then lay my staff on the child's face. The child's mother said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So he arose and followed her. Then Gehazi went ahead of them and laid a staff on the child's face, but there was no voice and no hearing. Therefore he returned to meet him and told him, The child has not awakened. When Elisha had come into the house, behold, the child was dead and lying on his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door on them both and prayed to the Lord. He went up and lay on the child and put his mouth on his mouth and his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. He stretched himself on him and the child's flesh grew warm. Then he returned and walked in the house once back and forth and went up and stretched himself out on him. Then the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. He called Gehazi and said, Call this Shunammite. So he called her. When she had come in to him, he said, Take up your son. Then she went in, fell at his feet, and bowed herself to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. Elisha came again to Gilgal. There was a famine in the land, and the sons of the prophets were sitting before him. And he said to his servant, Get the large pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophets. One went out into the field to another, to gather herbs, and found a wild vine, and gathered a lap full of wild gourds from it, and came and cut them up into the pot of the stew, for they did not recognize them. 
so they poured out for the men to eat. As they were eating some of the stew, they cried out and said, Man of God, there is death in the pot. And they could not eat it. He said, Then bring flour. He threw it into the pot, and he said, Serve it to the people that they may eat. And there was nothing harmful in the pot. A man from Baal Shalisha came and brought the man of God some bread of the first fruits, twenty loaves of barley, and fresh ears of grain in his sack. He said, Give to the people that they may eat. His servant said, What should I set this before a hundred men? But he said, Give the people that they may eat, for the Lord says, They will eat and will have some left over. So he set it before them, and they ate, and had some left over, according to the word of the Lord. That was Second Kings, or Melachim, chapter 4. Now we have come to our portion of the writings, and today we will read Psalm 118. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good for his loving kindness endures forever. Let Israel now say that his loving kindness endures forever. Let the house of Aharon now say that his loving kindness endures forever. Now let those who fear the Lord say that his loving kindness endures forever. Out of my distress I called on Yah. The Lord answered me with freedom. The Lord is on my side, I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side among those who help me. Therefore I will look in triumph at those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All the nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord I cut them off. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. In the name of the Lord I indeed cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They are quenched like the burning thorns. In the name of the Lord I cut them off. You pushed me back hard to make me fall. But the Lord helped me. Yah is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I will not die, but live, and declare the works of Yah. Yah has punished me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will enter into them. I will give thanks to Yah. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous will enter into it. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the head of the corner. This came from the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save us now, we beg you, Lord. Lord, we beg you, send prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even to the horns of the altar. 
You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will exalt you. I will give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. And that was Psalm 118. And now our final portion of scripture for today from the Apostolic Writings is John or Yohanan chapter 10. Amen, amen, I tell you. One who does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, is a thief and a robber. But one who enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And whenever he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. But they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Yeshua spoke this parable to them, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Yeshua therefore said to them again, Amen, amen, I tell you. I am the door of the sheep. All who come before me are thieves. All who came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters in by me, he will be saved and will go in and go out and will find pasture. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and may have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. But he who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming, leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. But the hired hand flees because he is a hired hand and does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my own, and I am known by my own, even as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. I lay down my life for the sheep, and I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will hear my voice, and they will become one flock with one shepherd." Therefore the Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it away from me, but I lay it down by myself. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. I received this commandment from my Father. Therefore there was a division again, again among the Judeans because of these words, and many of them said, He has a demon and is insane. Why do you listen to him? Others said, These are not the sayings of one possessed by a demon. It is not possible for a demon to open the eyes of the blind, is it? Then came Hanukkah at Jerusalem, and it was winter. And Yeshua was walking in the temple in the colonnade of Solomon. Then the Judeans gathered around him and said to him, How long will you hold us in suspense? If you are the Mashiach, tell us plainly. Yeshua answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. 
The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify about me. But you do not believe, because you are not of my sheep, as I told you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Therefore Judeans took up stones again to stone him. Yeshua answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Judeans answered him, saying, We do not stone you for a good work, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Yeshua answered them, Is it not written in your Torah, I said you are God, you are God's. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you blaspheme, because I said I am the Son of God? If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do them, though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Therefore they sought again to seize him, and he went out of their hand. And he went again away beyond the Yarden into the place where Yohanan was immersing at first, and he stayed there. And many came to him and said, Yohanan indeed did no sign, but everything that Yohanan said about this man is true. Many believed in him there. That was... John or Yohanan chapter 10. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this cycle, then you will also read Titus chapter 3 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom and be blessed from Yerushalayim. <music>